Welcome to Intuitive Astrology with Molly McCord. Thank you so much for joining me today as this is a Monday podcast episode where we focus on a specific astrological topic. And today we're going to be looking at the energetics of your part of fortune. Yes, we're going to look at what this means, how we arrive at this particular sensitive point in a chart, and also the significance of it for you in this lifetime. So I'm going to start with the basics and then move further into the interpretation and evolutionary understanding of the part of fortune. Now, the part of fortune is an Arabic point in the astrological chart. And Arabic points are where we use formulas to calculate a particular location or degree point. And so when we're talking about the part of fortune, we use a calculation that shows us where that is in your chart. But you don't have to go grab a calculator because there are many free calculators online as well as on astro.com and other astrology websites and apps that will calculate it for you. But it's important to understand how we arrive at the part of fortune in your chart. It's also called Fortuna and Pars Fortuna. So it has a few different names, but we commonly will say part of fortune. You might also hear it referred to as the lot, the lot of fortune. Now, one of the reasons why I think the part of fortune is so wonderful to understand is because it's the calculation between your big three in your chart, your big three being your sun, your moon, and your rising sign. And because it's an Arabic point, we use the calculation to determine where your part of fortune is. So think of it as this beautiful point of alchemy in your chart where your rising sign, moon sign, and sun sign energies converge. They converge together through their own specific relationships to create this part of fortune location in your chart. Now, there's two ways that the part of fortune is calculated. There is a method for day charts and for night charts. And don't worry, I'm going to explain all this so that you understand exactly what I mean. In astrology, you have a day chart if your sun is in the top six houses. So if your sun sign is in 7th, 8th, 9th, 10th, 11th, or 12th houses, which are the houses above the horizon, then you have a day chart. If your sun sign is in the first six houses, so if your sun is in the first, second, third, fourth, fifth, or sixth houses, then that is considered a night chart. Now, when we're looking at the part of fortune, we would traditionally calculate it based on whether or not you have a day chart or a night chart because the formula switches. But we also have recognized that there can be very insightful developments just by going with can be valid. And so for a day chart, when the sun is in the 7th, 8th, 9th, 10th, 11th, or 12th houses, we do ascendant plus moon minus sun. And when I say ascendant plus moon minus sun, we're talking about the degree points. 
So this is where we go into the mathematical part of astrology even more. If it's a night chart, we do ascendant plus sun minus moon. Okay, so the formula is slightly different depending on where the sun is located in your astrology chart. Now I'm explaining all this so that you have an understanding of how it's calculated. But again, you don't have to calculate it. You can just go on to, let's say, astro.com. And as you go to the section for free horoscopes, and then you go to extended chart selection, you can select the Pars Fortune under additional objects. And then it will add that to your natal chart. And of course, you can also Google it or you can use an astrology app or whatever you reference to look up your own astrological chart. So when we look at the part of fortune, because it's this convergent zone of energy between the ascendant, the sun and the moon, between your big three, it's where we understand where this energy converges and creates a powerful portal of fortune. And we look at it through this lens to understand how your energy is meant to be powerful, successful, blessed, and supported in the physical world. How you're here to understand more of what you can tap into, what gifts you have, especially when you look at the part of fortune by astrology sign and then by house placement. The part of fortune gives you access to the gifts of that particular astrological sign as well as the house that it's located in. But it can also be a subtle, subtle energy that we don't always reference or look up. So that's why I wanted to do this podcast for you so that you can see where this energy is in your chart. And the reason why is because, first of all, if it brings in more gifts, more fortune, more abundance, then let's have it, right? Like show us more of that good stuff. Show us where the energy is working with us favorably. And so that is one thing that we always love to see in our charts. And once you locate what your part of fortune degree is at, It also opens up new energies for you to access, interpret, and understand in your chart because now you can see, okay, my part of fortune is here in my 11th house, and then maybe you notice how it trines other planets or it's in the same sign as other planets in your chart. Then you understand where you've also perhaps felt that things always work out for you that things seem to come together, that there's an effortlessness here, that this is where your energy converges in a way that, again, can be subtle and untapped into until you identify it and realize, wow, this is an energy I want to work with consciously. I want to make sure I'm incorporating this into not only my astrological understandings, but my everyday energies and consciousness. So when you're locating where that part of fortune is, especially by degree point, then you're also going to understand when it's activated, when it's being worked with, and when you're entering into a chapter of your life, of your experiences, even an area of your life that again could just flow for you. It could just feel easier and more supported. So let's say, for example, you have your part of fortune at 28 degrees of Scorpio. Well, that would mean 
that when the sun in Scorpio moves across that point in your chart, meaning every year when the sun is at 28 degrees of Scorpio, it's conjunct your part of fortune, which shines a light on those energies and opens up more of what you want to connect with through that part of fortune energy signature. The transiting sun is then giving warmth, light, consciousness, and energy to that part of your chart. And it could be a day where things come together. There's more opportunities. There's more things that open up for you. It could be a good day because when you think about how the part of fortune is an alchemy point of your energy and how you're here to know more of what you're good at, how you're here to be successful, to be blessed and happy and to really be content This is where more will show up for you around those particular energies and themes. So the part of fortune is strongly activated by the transiting sun. Once a year, that transiting sun conjunct your part of fortune is a day of good developments. Now, in a way, the part of fortune can be similar to the energy of Jupiter, where we think about how Jupiter is about expansion, abundance, growth. Jupiter is about wisdom and making things easier, expansion into more of what lights you up and what brings you joy. And yet that Jupiter energy can be over the top, overwhelming, exaggeration, too much of a good thing. It can be very righteous even and judgmental. Well, the part of fortune is actually much more personal because it's based on, again, your big three. So your sun, your moon, and your rising. Now think about the sun and the moon being the luminaries, the sun being your sense of self, your personality in this lifetime, how you're understanding more of who you are, your self-development, what gives you life, what you're naturally good at, where you're learning more about who you are and you're seeking to understand who you are through the sun sign expressions. Then we have the moon sign, which is personal, internal. It's more about your daily rhythm. The moon sign connects to how you feel, how you work with your internal reality, how you connect to your own personal needs. And it's also the parts of yourself that can be unconscious. So the sun sign can illuminate what's conscious. The moon sign can reveal what is unconscious or not, right? Not reveal that. And then we have our ascendant or our rising sign, which is how you present yourself, how others perceive you before they know you. It's their first impression of your energy. Your ascendant is also directly tied into your aura, to your physical body to how you physically show up, not only through your physical stature and body and appearance, but how you share your energy with others without thinking about it. So when we take these three energy signatures of your sun, moon, and rising and combine them into that part of fortune, This is where you have more of an understanding of how those three components in your chart come together and gift you 
with a fourth personal expression. It's like that final creation from these three ingredients. And so the part of fortune is a recipe. It's a recipe composed of, again, your sun, moon, and rising. And it's very specific to each person because the other thing you have to keep in mind is that in order to get your part of fortune, you have to know what your rising sign is by exact degree, which means you have to know your birth time. And I know that that can be something that some of you come up against is that you don't know your exact birth time. But here's something that I want to remind you of. Your body knows. Your body knows what time you were born because your body was there. Your body consciousness was there when you came into the world. When you separated from that maternal womb, your body was there. And so even if you don't mentally know your birth time, your body does. And that's why it can be very advantageous to tap into your muscle memory, to tap into your body consciousness, to go with the energy that your body communicates around your birth time. And there are different techniques for understanding that. And I even have a video on YouTube that tells you seven ways to figure out your birth time. So be sure and check out that video if you're looking for more information or more ways to investigate and determine your exact birth time. So back to the part of fortune. It's the composition of these three areas of your energy that come together and show you another untapped energy signature, more of your consciousness, more of your capabilities, how all three of those energies can show up together in this special unique recipe that creates the part of fortune. And then it gives you something new to work with. It can even be a part of your chart where maybe you didn't think you had energy or you didn't think you had anything in that house. And then all of a sudden it turns up that your part of fortune is there. Or it could be something that reinforces parts of your energy that are already strong, especially those of you who are born with ascendant and sun sign in the same astrological sign. Or maybe you were born during a new moon where the sun and the moon are in the same astrological sign. So of course, there's unlimited combinations and possibilities here. But this is where you can understand more of where you have energy that is waiting for you to connect with it. And that's one of the reasons why I wanted to do this particular topic is because your part of fortune could be waiting for your intentional activation, could be waiting for you to see it, to notice it, to bring it out of your unconscious and to tap into this is where more gifts and developments are waiting for you. And it can be also pretty cool to realize where you have natural talents, where you're just naturally good at something and you didn't know why, you didn't understand how, maybe you already looked in your chart or there are certain themes you were seeking out. And then the part of fortune pops up as this beautiful understanding of what you're naturally good at, how you're here to truly express more of your soul signature in a way that is easy for you, easier than you can even explain. And that's because when you look at this through the lens of the sun sign, moon sign, rising sign, that part of fortune is a beautiful gift into how your energy naturally harmonizes. It also can reveal where you're here to be successful in this lifetime, where the best 
of your energy is here to show up and to have things come together for you where you could feel like there's parts of your life that you don't have to worry about as much or they don't create as much stress. There could be parts of your life that the part of fortune shows you where you're traveling with more of your soul signature that you want to activate, you want to work with consciously and bring in to more of your daily experience. The part of fortune is also connected more with traditional astrology, which is why you might not hear a lot about it or you might wonder why it isn't discussed. And that's because we've moved into more evolutionary and modern astrology that looks at a chart differently. But as you go into astrology, there's so many different avenues to pursue. There's so many things to study, so many particulars and niches. And so the part of fortune is connected with traditional astrology. And we know that it's connected to the energy of your big three. So it's interesting, right, how we can hear a lot about your big three. But what about the part of fortune, which is, again, that final point of alchemy of your big three? So that's why I think it's exciting because so many of you, you know your big three, you're aware of all that, you're even advanced and past all that. But the part of fortune holds more that, Now, also in traditional astrology, we've heard the terms benefit and malefic. And I personally do not subscribe to that theory around planets being good or bad. I think that represents an older, more expired version of consciousness. I don't think that fully represents everything that a planet and or astrology sign is here to contribute or express itself. So I actually do not buy in to the compartmentalization of benefit and malefic planets. Again, for me, I see that as outdated. We have evolved past that to understand that every energy signature exists on a spectrum of expressions and every energy signature will have its higher and lower expressions. But in traditional astrology, they would say that your part of fortune is more strongly aspected or supported if it's working with a benefit planet. So that would be either Venus or Jupiter. However, your part of fortune can have multiple ways of expressing itself once you're intentionally aware of what it needs, how it's here to prosper and shine. So that's why you want to identify, of course, the astrological sign and then house placement that your part of fortune shows up in. Then you want to identify the ruling planet of that astrological sign. So if your part of fortune is in cancer, then the ruling planet would be the moon. If your part of fortune is in Libra, then the ruling planet would be Venus. So when you understand the ruling planet of your part of fortune, then you're going to have more of an understanding of how this point, because remember, it's a point, expresses itself and where it goes to for support. So if your part of fortune is in Libra, it goes to the ruling planet of Venus for support. And for greater clarification of how the energy is expressed naturally comes through and what it seeks out as well. 
And if you've been studying astrology for a while or not, or you're just getting into it, then you see how things quickly become more complicated by all the various layers of astrology. And that complication is where it's more personal, where it's more individual, and where it's more specific to you. So that's why it's worthwhile to go down these rabbit holes and to understand the energy trail because then you start to see how it shows up and you can also learn from it. You can learn from yourself. You can learn where your blessings are going to be so that you can welcome them instead of pushing them off or turning them away. This is where the universe will show up to give you things that have your name on it, that literally are connected to your energy signature. And when you see this in your chart, there might be things that you look back on and you understand in a different way or in a new light. And you realize, oh my goodness, that was my part of fortune being activated. That was for me. That did have my name on it. Now I know. Now I know going forward to keep an eye on that and to be aware of it. And in fact, I'm getting this personal story coming up around a way this showed up for me uh, back in high school when a friend and I were selected to be in the Thanksgiving Day Parade, the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade in New York. And we were performers in the parade. And it was amazing. I mean, that was the way to see New York. I'm not going to lie. It was incredible to be in the energy of the city at that time, plus the excitement of the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade. And one of the leaders had asked me to go in the front to be in the leading position for our group. And the friend that I was with really, really wanted that position. She wanted it more than I did because I really didn't care. And so I gave it to her. And I made sure it was okay if we switched positions in the whole layout. And that was fine. And I gave it to her. And it wasn't until later on the day of the parade that I realized what I did. And then looking back, I realized I was having a transit to my part of fortune by Mercury, which is very much the energy of a parade. And I thought, oh, that had my name on it and I gave it away. But actually, I was okay because the front leader of our section was actually walking behind the horses. And word to the wise, you don't want to be walking behind horses in a parade because you're just scooping up their poop through the whole parade. So then I thought, wait, maybe it was changing positions that was the more fortunate decision, which is also very Mercury to change your mind. So whatever. It was still a wonderful experience. It was a great time. I was so grateful to be there and to have that fun adventure. But when I looked back on the part of fortune transit, it was really interesting how that played out. So on that note, when you're aware of the transiting planets and how they're interacting with your part of fortune, that can help you understand the good days to schedule something or to get something done or to essentially support and work with the energy of your part of fortune. So just as I mentioned how the transiting sun is going to be conjunct your part of fortune one day every year, well, the moon is conjunct your part of fortune every 28 to 29 days. So once a month, the moon is conjunct your part of fortune. And then we look at Mercury, Venus, Mars, each working with your part of fortune. Then you have the longer transiting aspects and energies from Jupiter, Saturn, Chiron, 
And then, of course, the outer planets, Uranus, Neptune, and Pluto. So when you're aware of what is coming up for you with the part of fortune, it can give you more confidence. It can give you more trust in yourself. It can see where the best application of your energy can be used, as well as the timing of it. And then after we discuss conjunctions, then those of you who are aware of the other aspects in astrology, you know that trines are also beneficial. So anytime a transiting planet trines your part of fortune, that is ease and flow and doors opening, that support. Those are also good days to work with this energy signature. Those are also days where things can just work out even better and show up for you in a way that might not require as much work or effort. So then what if you're having an opposition to your part of fortune? What if the sun is opposing it? Mars is opposing it? What if Saturn or an outer planet is opposing your part of fortune? Well, that is the same as any other opposition aspect in astrology where you're looking at what does that part of fortune need? What is it here to develop and to help you prosper. And you could feel that there is a roadblock. You could feel like it's a stretch or it's more difficult. Uh, You could feel like you have to work harder to get something done or to move it ahead. Of course, there's so many combinations for this energy that I'm just trying to keep it simple in understanding an opposition where you could feel like it's not the right timing or that you're getting blocked or challenged. But every opposition is actually where you're meant to go higher and take the best of each astrological sign and combine those together. So it will depend on what the polarity access might be. So as I mentioned earlier, if you're part of fortune is at 28 degrees of Scorpio, then the opposite point would be 28 degrees of Taurus. And you would take the best expression of Taurus and the best expression of Scorpio and see how they merge together to co-create something new through the oppositional aspect. And then with a square to the part of fortune, that can be a delay a challenge, something at a standstill. There can also be energies in a square that naturally want to override that part of fortune expression because in a square, the square is requiring growth, but there could be one planet that's naturally more dominant. So if, for example, that part of fortune is being squared by Mars, well, Mars is going to want to take things on and be dominant. Of course, that does depend on which sign and house Mars is in, because if Mars is in Cancer or Libra, it's not as dominant as Mars in Aries or Mars in Capricorn. So all of this gets more specific, but in general terms, when there's a square to that part of fortune, this is where the universe could be instructing you to just take a beat, to take a pause, to not try to force, to not create more challenge, but to tap into what are the gifts that that part of fortune is holding for you? And I see this as a beautiful gold treasure chest. I see that part of fortune holding things for you that you can tap into. It has resources, opportunities. It could even be holding some precious treasures 
that you didn't think were yours or you didn't think you'd be good at it. And there can be an invitational element here with the part of fortune where you're invited in to this energy to just play with this, to just see what happens, to just try it out. It reminds me of an awakening to more of your natural gifts and talents and abilities that you could logically think, but I didn't study this. I didn't go to school for this. I didn't get any kind of degree or training in this. But look, I'm creating this. I'm just naturally good at this. And that's the universe saying, this is how the alchemy of your energy comes together to offer you more, more of what you're talented at, more of what you can handle, more of what is waiting for you should you choose to use these energies and bring them into greater awareness within yourself. The part of fortune can be luck, can be just things coming together and showing up. And I guess it's just a very basic, simple thing to understand. It's really not this complicated energy that we have to dive into. Rather, the part of fortune is where good things show up for you. You could feel that you're more protected. You could feel that there are blessings for you. There are also energies here that reveal how you're ready to love yourself more. Love yourself, accept yourself, be welcoming to all parts of yourself. And I feel like that is another way to work with this energy consciously because it's a blend of your sun, moon, and rising. It's very personal. And that means there's something there that you can gracefully relax into where you could feel an ease, like you don't have to do much. It's just where you feel, I'm getting the visual of like leaning back. You're leaning back into that treasure chest. You're leaning back into universal support. You're just reclining into these gifts and abilities that are beautifully supporting who you are in this lifetime. And because of that, it's an energy that's very present in this lifetime because it's about your sun, moon, and rising in this lifetime. And it's the gifts you came in with that are waiting for you there to access, to support you, to help you feel good about your life path. So it is very specific to this lifetime because it's your present energy in this reality. And some people also equate this with destiny, with where you're here to fulfill more of your natural energy signature, where you're here to be supported, to be blessed, to be successful. And again, it could feel effortless or it could feel like it just happens in a way that you didn't expect, you couldn't have planned. It's outside of the sun's ego. It's outside of the moon's emotional needs. It's outside of the ascendance physical expression and body consciousness. So this is a part of fortune outside of any of those single realms. And it's the convergence of all three realms that makes you wholer, more full, more of an understanding of how your energy can be lucky and fortunate. And I realize this all gets repetitive, okay, because I'm just trying to make it clear what this energy signature is and how it's uniquely connected to the main components of your energy signature. 
So I hope this gives you something interesting, fun, and exciting to look at in your chart. If you're not already familiar with your part of fortune and where it's located by sign and house, I hope it also helps reveal to you a lucky day of the year, as well as where good transits can help this energy be activated and come alive even more for you. And also just a reminder, the part of fortune is a calculated point. It's not the asteroid Fortuna. It's not an asteroid. It's a point, an Arabic point. So do keep that in mind when you're looking it up to make sure that you're finding the correct point in your chart. And if you have located this point in your chart and you want to learn more about the transiting planets, I do have an online course that goes through how the transiting planets move around your chart, what they activate and bring up by transit, what each one means, as well as their own cycle and timeline of energy. So do check that out because it's also on sale for 50% off when you use coupon code transits. And then you can get a better understanding on the huge world of astrological transits because those are the energies that I discuss every Wednesday. And chances are that's what you're looking to understand is what are the transits right now? What's coming up for me? What's going on in my chart? There's always a wealth of information and understanding in this area of astrology. So if you'd like to learn about astrology transits with me, the link will be below this podcast. I hope to see you in the course. And you can also find all of my other astrological programs and offerings over at mollymccord.online. As always, thank you so much for joining me for this Monday podcast episode. I'll be back every Wednesday and Monday for a new show as I hope this continues to support you in what you are moving through at this time and what you're learning about your energy and how the awesome, amazing world of astrology can support you in living your best life. I will see you back here soon. Thank you so much for your time, energy, and presence. Wishing you a beautiful day ahead and take good care. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, full work limited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.